In this town, there is no off-season. The news never stops, and neither do we. It's always game day in Cleveland with Andy Baskin and Daryl Ryder. It's always game day in Cleveland. Hi, everybody. I'm Andy Baskin, Daryl Ryder, Bronze Beat reporter for 92.3 The Fan. Also is here. It's our show. We hang out with you uh, as you're driving around town, and we love being a part of your life right now. Again, it's always game day in Cleveland. If you like what you're listening to, remember to subscribe to the It's Always Game Day in Cleveland feed. Daryl, Tuesday, Tuesday, Tuesday is the day. Deshaun Watson will meet with uh, Sue Robinson, the former federal judge, and we away we go with what could be next in the Deshaun Watson saga. Thoughts? I think we already know what's going to be next. He's not playing for the Cleveland Browns this year. I, I mean, that that has become very, very clear when you look at uh, the stories from ESPN, uh, the Washington Post, uh, I think uh, either for, you know Forbes or Sports Business Journal, one of those magazines also had something. Like, they have put the word out. Deshaun Watson's not playing this year if the NFL gets their way. So – we have quickly progressed from a couple of games like we've talked about to a half a season to now he's not playing. And I think questions now become start to be asked about 2023. And if he's going to play in 2023, um, I did not think going into this that it was going to be this bad from a disciplinary standpoint, but Oh yeah, it's that bad. He's not going to play this year. They're, the Cleveland Browns are going to pay about $60 million to quarterbacks who will not play a single down in 2022 for them. Daryl, do you think that this got pushed because of the settlements? Like, I, if the settlements weren't already in place with 20 of the 24, do you think this would get stretched out a little bit longer or we'd probably be on the on the same trajectory as we would be heading towards training camp? No, and I think that the biggest problem, and we have talked about this for the NFL, is more information trickling out, right? Um, obviously the league is more privy to information than, than we are as far as behind the scenes and what may or may not have allegedly taken place between Deshaun and these accusers. But, you know, to, to recap here, 24 filed lawsuits, 20 of those lawsuits have been settled. Four of those are going to go to court. Two more suits were threatened to be filed, but have not been filed yet. The New York times detailed up to 66 women that Watson saw, uh, saw over a 17th month period, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, 66 minus and my, and Mike Florio said over a hundred, right? Used so, over hundred. Yeah. So we're talking 66 minus 24. That's what 42 women who have not filed any legal action officially. Right. Right. But there are some of those women who have said that Deshaun acted inappropriately, even though they are not seeking any type of uh, damage or restitution via the court system. So, um, I, I I think that the, the NFL is just, quite frankly, going to drop the hammer on this guy. Um, and he, he's just not going to play this year. And, and the, you know, the reports about how talks broke down. Well, the reason I think talks broke down is because the NFL probably made it very clear. Uh, yeah, he's not playing for a year, at least, at minimum. That, and, and that's the key here. It's indefinite. Sus- the, the narrative now is indefinite suspension of at least one year. And that tells me that if more stuff comes out, they might bite into the 2023 season as well. So, Daryl, I I was trying to think of different paths that could happen here. 
Um, and I think, I, I mean, we've all been kind of, I mean, I, even I was like 10 games in the beginning. I thought he was, no matter what we were looking at 10 games. So I thought uh, four to six, yeah, it, so, initially I was thinking four to six, but Daryl Sue Robinson could, could say no suspension based on if, I mean, I we, think like no chance. I know, but the, the, it's still on her, like it's on her table. She could call that. It, it, there's she no could chance. call no suspension. And I, I almost think that it was interesting. The story that came out last week about trying to have a settlement because I'm still wondering how much the NFLPA like they're going to Sue Robinson and and it it seems like part of the NFLPA's argument at least this is what's been reported is that they're going to say are you holding players to the same standard as owners and I think if I'm Roger Goodell or I'm the other owners or I'm Jerry Jones whose name's going to get flying in there or Kraft or or Snyder that they don't want other stuff getting out and that I believe so it would be in the NFL's interest to try to cut a deal with Watson so that that information or that those storylines don't start bubbling again. And who knows, the NFLPA might start digging up stuff on other owners. So, I mean, it's not like, you know, I, I, the owner in Cleveland's had issues before. I mean, we all know about pilot flying J and I don't know if that, you know, I, they're not they're uh, the, the circumstances are different, but again, it goes back to the, the policy of, of conduct. And I, you know, and as I was thinking about different roads, you have to wonder if the league wants to have all their owners exposed. Well, the reason I say there's zero chance that he's not suspended is they, if, if that was a possibility, they would not have had the conversations that they have had already. And that is to try and negotiate right. uh, discipline. Okay. So there is absolutely no chance that Deshaun Watson will not be disciplined by the NFL. Um, as far as what you brought up with the, the specter of, uh, the dirty laundry involving ownership right. around the league. Um, look, I, I think that that's really all the NFLPA has it, it, in their pocket. Let, let's be honest about it. Um, because again, remember Sue Robinson's a former federal district judge. So clearly and and we don't know what we know is what was filed in court with these 24 lawsuits and alleged and what's been reported but clearly she has found something that she feels is a vi- a, a severe violation of conduct policy here which is why again you have Adam she- like Adam Schefter does not throw out indefinite suspension with at least 1 year Lightly, okay. Right. It's a little as the, as the proposal. That is right. what the proposal is, right. right? With all due respect to Mike Florio of Pro Football Talk, who's still banging on the Baker Mayfield is going to play for the Cleveland Browns drum this year, and we'll get to that later in the podcast. Right. Okay. It's right. one thing if he throws it out there. Adam Schefter doesn't miss. Let, let's be honest about it. If it comes from him, it's as it, you know, ninety nine point nine percent of the time, it's as good as gold. Okay. So um, the fact that that's been put out there tells me that they are going to make an example of this guy, that this is uh, obviously his contract, since his contract was precedent setting, uh, his suspension is going to be precedent setting. And um, I'm not making light of that by any stretch of the imagination. It's just, it's a little ironic that, uh, that, you know, he, he had, the Browns give an unprecedented con- contract to a guy who's about to face unprecedented discipline 
from the National Football League. Um, and uh, so the, the fact that they've already had discussions about trying to come to some sort of agreement on discipline tells you it's coming. And again, multiple publications, multiple credible publications have all come out and said indefinite suspension with at least one year. And is what, what the league is pushing for. Yes. And, yeah. as, as far as what the league is pushing for. And I don't know that the NFLPA is going to be able to convince them otherwise. Yeah, I think for me, as I just look at this just from a legal standpoint, right? Sue Robinson has to figure out if she's going to listen to the past. I think that's something that's going to be interesting because she's a new cog in the wheel i guess is probably the uh, an easy way to say it because well, this didn't exist before past, it's eight to ten like if okay. she listens to the past right the 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 benchmark for uh personal conduct suspensions is eight to ten games like that's the range right right and but and, and also let's not forget sue robinson is paid is paid by the nflpa as well as the nfl correct so that's why i just i i'm I, I like I agree with everybody. I think you know these stories that are coming out are right that it's going to be a year. I'm really interested to see because the precedent she will set will push us forward into the future if anything else happens to any other players see, or owners or members of staffs. See, I don't think it's I think that there's a chance it could be longer than a year, and that's why it's going to be an indefinite suspension. So he's not going to play this year at all because the league wants to see remember there's still four cases pending right and we don't know if tony busby was bluffing about those other two cases we also don't know if more cases are going to be filed right or so more settle yeah, or, or, yeah. or 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 more settlements get reached in you know or what you know what i'm saying right so we have no idea and neither does the nfl and we talked about this on a previous podcast about just what a tough spot the nfl is in if they suspended him for 8 to 10 games and right and more stuff comes out then what happens now the league is perceived as going too soft on deshaun watson right right it now if nothing would have come out and they and it again sticking with that 8 to 10 precedent previous precedent right then you know, Browns fans are going to feel like the league was too heavy handed with Deshaun Watson because nothing new has come out. But the problem is that there has been new stuff come out, even to the admission of Deshaun Watson's own attorney who, OK, one of the uh, I, I forget either lawsuit 24 or I'm sorry, either lawsuit 23 or lawsuit 24, one of those two. Remember, he issued that statement. Hey, we can't comment. This is news to us. We have right. to investigate these claims ourselves, right? So that is the danger that I think that the NFL and the pressure that the NFL is feeling here that like, hey, if if we give him X number of games and we do let him come back and play half of the 2022 season, but yet all this bad stuff is still coming out. How, how can we rationalize that? And as we've talked about previously, you know, my position, I don't right. believe in double jeopardy. I don't believe that if you suspend him for X games this year, that you should be able to come back next year just because more allegations surface and come back and suspend him again. I feel that that's wrong. So what, what ultimately becomes the compromise here, Andy? Okay. Yeah. Indefinite suspension. 
This way, there's no there's no game number attached, and and you basically say to him, if nothing else comes comes out, and you're able to get this all wrapped up, we'll see you in 2023. If not, we'll have a conversation in the 2023 offseason about your uh, your season. So, is this commissioner's list then? That's my question. Is it indefinite suspension without pay, or indefinite suspension with pay? Well, he's already been paid. He's already gotten his signing bonus, so he's well, got. He's still got, a, he's still got yeah, what a million on the table for this a, year. Right? I think a million and thirty-five something right. like that thousand something like that. Um, a veteran minimum, and right. again to stress. See, this is what's frustrating about national people who think that they know the Browns that don't cover the Browns is that the way Deshaun Watson's contract was structured, it's the same exact way that Miles Garrett's contract's been structured, Denzel Ward's contract extension was structured, every major massive contract extension that Andrew Berry has done with the Cleveland Browns have been structured with a big-ass signing bonus and a veteran minimum year-one salary. And that's all done for salary cap computation. And I get sick and tired of opening Twitter and seeing these national talking heads who, again, don't cover the Cleveland Browns, have never asked a single member of the organization a single question, but they've got national platforms taking cheap shots at the organization for how Deshaun Watson's contract was structured. No, Deshaun Watson's contract was structured in the same manner everybody else's was. The difference is all his money was guaranteed, and he got a really, 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 really massive signing bonus to the tune of around $45 million. But just shut up with this narrative that the Cleveland Browns as a way to skirt the system structured his contract so that he'd face minimum financial penalty. Oh, by the way, they could not only suspend Deshaun Watson, but they can fine him as well. So yeah, while he might only miss out on whatever million dollars, by the way, the contract would toll anyway and basically start over next year. But um, th- th- I just I'm I'm so sick of hearing this narrative from these national talking heads that don't know what they're talking about, but they're pushing this biased agenda. Yes, what Deshaun is accused of is, is is despicable, gross, however you want to describe it. Very serious allegations. He's going to be disciplined at some point here. It's going to be severe. It's going to be unprecedented. But get your facts right. That's my thing. Get your facts right. So, Daryl, uh, a couple things here that. That I also think that holds true for the Baker Mayfield situation too. We're going to get to that in a second. Um, I I just want to throw this out there, and again, this is just it, it. It's more of just trying to look at both sides of everything that's going on here and trying to figure out. And the league, as I look at the league in this situation, they have to be heavy-handed right now. They have to be talking about maximum penalties. They have to be talking about indefinite suspensions. Because if they don't, that there's, you know, there's the ground that they settle on uh, changes. Does that make sense to you? That they can't be, they have to be this way because they want, they want everyone to know that they lay down the law, that this will not be tolerated and that this situation is there and that they don't want their, anyone in the NFL, anybody who says they work for the NFL in any way, shape or form that they don't want the actions that have been said and put into the court of public opinion 
uh, regardless of, you know, if you're looking at any one of the prongs, which is criminal, civil, or NFL, that they need to do this. They also, I mean, Sue Robinson's in a spot where I, I don't know where she's supposed to, like, I wonder how Sue Robinson's going to weigh this thing out. Again, that's why, as the story pro- projects, and, and, and you know, I, I think I know what's going to happen. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm not sure. And I also think that if the NFL doesn't talk this talk, they're going to look soft if Sue Robinson gives anything less than a year or less than indefinite. Right. And then a hundred percent agree. And uh, I, I would love to know how comfortable the Haslam's and Andrew Barry are with the information that they acquired before they gave up six draft picks and $230 million for a player that can't play this year. Basically tor- his unavailability is going to torpedo this season with all due respect to Jacoby Brissett. He's not Deshaun Watson. So, um, and I, I, so I just, I, I just, I shake my head. Clearly the NFL did a much thorough, uh, much more thorough investigation than the Cleveland Browns said they did. And you would think they would have given that information to any team that was looking at him. I mean, remember there were 10 teams that were looking at him. All right, Daryl, let's take a quick time out here. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, the other thing that sometimes the, the national view of what's going on with the Browns quarterback situation seems very skewed. And that's Baker Mayfield. What's next for him and what would be next for the Browns if Deshaun Watson is not the starting quarterback? It's always game day in Cleveland. He's Daryl Ryder. I'm Andy Baskin. If you want to be a part of the show, hit us up at Game Day CLE.